wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. We're super excited to be with Jessica Kulfhard here today. Jessica is a strategic interventionist who works with people to understand their driving needs, core values, and motivation preferences to facilitate rapid change. How awesome is that? She's the founder of the Women Who Inspire Conference 2019, also the founder and host of an amazing podcast, the Ignited Entrepreneur Podcast. You should listen to it. And she uses NLP techniques to dig deep into the unconsciousness to her clients. That is so amazing, Jessica. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love having fellow podcast co-hosts co-host podcast hosts and coaches and event hosts on this show it's just always such a such a pleasure so welcome thank you so much I am actually super excited to be here because Teresa you've been on my show and so I love when you know we get to flip the script right and get the other person behind the mic so this is great thank you so much for for having me here I'm excited Totally. You're so welcome. I think that's the fun thing about collaborating as podcast hosts, right? Why wouldn't we? And spread the message and we all love podcasting. But of course, today we're here to talk about success and dissecting success. And so we're going to kick this off with our question that we always ask for our guests. So Jessica, we'd love to hear from you. What does success mean to you? Well, I think You might be surprised by what I say, because I have a very different take on what success is. And it stems from um, an NLP exercise that I did about two years ago that has completely changed my life. So for me, measure of success is joy, how much joy I'm having. And the beauty of that is that I can actually create joy for myself anytime I want. So I never have to wait for it. I can create my own success. Ooh, that's good. Joy. Three simple (laughs) letters put together for a powerful word. I want to dive into that. First of all, for those of our listeners who are, you know, tuning in, maybe can you explain what NLP is and how that you do that, how you can tap into joy and what is bringing you joy? So two part question, what's currently bringing you joy? Uh, Well, I do love doing the podcast. Uh, That has definitely been my main source of joy in my business for the last year and a half. 
Um, and I'm sure both of you can appreciate that. It's a lot of work, but it's also an absolute freaking blast. So um, yeah, but so NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming, which really, I, it's really about tapping into the unconscious mind and teaching it to see and feel things differently. And we do that with many, many, many different um, exercises and techniques and different language patterns. Again, linguistic. So there's a lot of language uh, that goes into this. Um, but yeah, so the way that I discovered joy is through something called a values elicitation, which is an NLP um, exercise. And it's really just comes down to digging down into what something means to you. So when I did it around my business, it's... Um, uh, it, it just asks the same question over and over and over. But what happens when you do that is our brain likes to solve problems. It likes to answer questions. So when you ask it questions on a completely different level, it starts to search for completely different answers that you've never even thought of before. So it's really just a beautiful exploration exercise. And the beauty is, like I said, is you come up with answers that you never would have expected until you do an exercise like this. And that's the thing with NLP is it really does just go in a direction that most people don't. It's so, um, it's just a deeper level than what most people would uh, talk about or explore in standard coaching. So Jessica, I love that answer. How did NLP land in your life? Oh my goodness. I have such a good story about this. <laughs> so um, locally, and I believe, are you local Blair? Are you in um, Whistler? I'm a local to someone. <laughs> I'm, I have just okay, moved well, to Kamloops. <laughs> I'm a local. Oh, okay. I'm a local to so Kamloops. <laughs> Okay. Um, so here locally in the lower mainland of BC, there's this amazing um, challenge. It's called the Total Makeover Challenge, and I sponsor it with my coaching. And so I was at a meeting uh, with another coach and she came into the room and she started talking, but she did it. Uh, she's one of these people that she walks into a room and she just instantly commands respect. And I was so impressed by this woman, the way that she spoke, the way that she stood, just her confidence. It wasn't ego. It was just pure. I know what I'm talking about and you should listen to me. And so of course I was super interested and I spoke with her afterwards and it turns out that she is an NLP practitioner, but also a trainer. And so I was really interested and I spoke with her about potentially taking an NLP course with her. And the course that she had coming up, unfortunately, didn't really line up with my schedule. So I kind of wrote it off. I just thought, okay, well, it's not my time. It's not meant to be. So a couple months later, I'm down in Phoenix, Arizona for the Brendan Burchard High Performance Academy. And I'm sitting in this conference room of 1,500 other people in Phoenix. I look down the row and I see her of all people sitting in the same row as me. And so of course I walked up to her at one of the breaks and I had a conversation with her. And what's funny is she didn't recognize me because clearly I hadn't made the same impression on her as she had on me. So take me out of context and put me in 1500 people in a completely different country, she's not gonna remember me. So that's fine, I just, okay, no big deal. I just carried on with the conference. The day I was leaving to come back, I'm in the Phoenix airport and I'm walking, I've gotten through security and now I'm gonna go just find myself something to eat. And lo and behold, there's probably 20 restaurants in this little area, but lo and behold, I happened to walk into the same 
bloody restaurant that she's sitting in. And at this point, she's finally figured out who I am. She calls my name. We end up spending the next three hours waiting for our plane, talking about NLP and the coaching that I've done. And she ends up making me an offer that I simply can't refuse, which was she said that she would work one-on-one with me to get me caught up. And that's how NLP basically slapped me upside the head and said, no, no, but you're supposed to do this woman. Don't ignore me. I'm speaking directly to you. And so, yeah, that's, that's how I, that's how NLP found me. Pretty cool, right? That is awesome, Jessica. I love that because I feel like sometimes, you know, we think that people have like this mapped out path and they have all these plans and they follow all these steps. And what I found is that some of the best things that ever happened to people totally happened by chance, but by also ourselves cluing into, okay, like I've talked to this person, they made an impact, it didn't line up. Now I see them at an event with 1500 people and I end up in the same restaurant. Like there's gotta be something more to it. Like there's gotta be a reason. And some people call it coincidence. Um, I believe that it's just total alignment and you were meant to be put on that path. So I'm with you on that. So I love that because NLP definitely is like such an impactful coaching tool and practice to use. Um, I use some NLP techniques and I find them just mind-blowing just in its approach. And so I just love that. So how has like, how has that shifted and changed the way you support your clients, but also how has that changed and shifted, you know, your life? Like, have you, did you make different choices? Just as I'm asking you this, it's 444. Very cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like you've, so you've used NLP, so I'm not sure how, what your training background is, but for me going through the practitioner training, I don't think I walked out afterwards the same person as when I walked in, right? It's a, it's a complete breakthrough that you have when you go through NLP training. Um, you have to experience every single technique. You then practice it on other people. They practice it on you. So it's like fully engulfed and completely changes everything about the person. Because as you know, these techniques are instant. Like this is not the kind of thing that, you know, you sit with a therapist for two years to work through stuff. These techniques happen instantly, right? So I, like I say, I walked out of there completely different. And the beautiful thing about it is that I don't even see the world the same anymore. Like the way that I show up in the world and the way that I um, view things and process things has completely changed, which is beautiful because now I've been able to transfer that same thing onto my clients. One of my favorite techniques is something called a belief change. It takes about a half an hour and people walk away and they literally have a completely different belief about something. And it's beautiful. It's one of my absolute favorite things to do for people because it's, it's just instant and mind blowing. So I'm assuming you've probably had similar experiences with your clients as well. Yeah, there were some powerful, powerful practices. I uh, studied transformational coaching. So I'm mastery certified as a transformational coach. And we pull a lot of practices from NLP, but also um, got myself this book from Coach to Awakener by Robert Diltz. And he talks a lot about the NLP foundations. It's not quite as powerful as when you learn some of those exercises, but yeah, it's pretty wild. You know, I think that we can, you know, create change at 
such deep levels. So I love that you're putting that into your life and bringing that to your clients and also that it helped you to really look at success a different way. Because I think so many of us get so stuck in what success should look like or what we think it will look like. And so, yeah, that is just so powerful. So, so powerful. I love that. I want to ask a question because I have never studied NLP. I've met a lot of coaches who do NLP. I've had my business for 13 years. I've come across every type of coach and we all have our own journey. And obviously what we just spoke about, like, I don't believe there are coincidences. There are no coincidences. We are where we're meant to be when we're meant to be there. And you said you went into to learn NLP and you came out a completely transformed person. What were some of the biggest, like most profound shifts that you had? Like, what was, what were you doing or what were you like, or what was your life like before versus after? Can you paint us that picture? Because there might be people out there listening who are like, wow, maybe this is the change I need. Maybe I learned to, I need to learn more about this. Maybe I want to add this to my business or learn or work with a practitioner on myself. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest change for me, and I hope my mother never hears this episode, um, was I was actually, because I'm a total keener, right? So whenever the teacher was wanting to demonstrate, I was always like, I'd look around, make sure nobody else had their hand up. And I'd be like, me, 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 right? I figure if I'm going to learn this stuff, I'm going to make sure that I get, you know, take. I, I'm going to take the expert, anything that she's willing to give me, I'm taking it. So we were doing this one app, this one particular exercise, and it's called a parts integration. So it's really like when you have a difficult time making a decision about something, you really talk about the different sides of it. So when we were working on the one side, what happened was it, and I'll tell you the question, the question was, should I date or should I be focusing on my business? (laughs) So when we were talking about focusing on my business, when we got down to what was really, truly important about that for me, it came down to wanting to make my mom proud. And I burst into ugly crying. Like I had five other people in the room. I had snot coming out of my nose. I was, could not control it. And I have never, ever done that before. I don't even know where that came from. I did not know that there was something so I don't want to say traumatic, but something so deep inside of me that had to come out. And that moment, what happened was she had to quickly shift into another exercise, uh, which is called a timeline technique. And she had to go and she had to actually clear that. And you clear that from the absolute root cause. And once she did that technique, I, I walk, I, I have this completely neutral feeling now about anything you know, negative towards my mom, which, you know, for many, many, many years, I really can't, I can't say that I felt that I felt a lot of resentment and um, loneliness and things like that, which today, it's completely gone. And I have an amazing relationship with my mom now because of it. So that's just one instance of, of how it completely changed my life. In fact, this last year, I went on a family vacation with my mom and my dad, and I thought for sure that this is going to go one of two ways. Like, I don't even know how one of us may not even come back alive, right? And it was turned out to be so amazing just because all of that, pardon me, shit is gone. And so we're actually doing it again in a couple of weeks because it's now become something that we all just love to do. So I truly believe that, that prior to going through this, I don't think I would have, first of all, wanted to and would not have enjoyed myself if I had chosen to do it. So just one really important example. And I think we all can 
you know, there's, there's parental issues in most of us, right? So I think that's a pretty important one. So if anybody was considering doing it, that's, I think that would be a really good reason to do it because it's the sense of freedom that comes from that is profound. And how do you lace that into your business? Like, how's that woven in? Well, because now I can speak from experience. So when I speak to clients and I can share these kind of stories, you know, it's not like I'm just speaking from theory, right? I'm able to share my own personal experiences and the complete difference that's in my life. And so when I am working with a client and, you know, giving them an offer to work with me, it's, they can feel the difference. They can feel the genuine concern and willingness to help because I've gone through it myself now, which is completely different than before. That is so awesome, Jessica. I love that. Um, I love NLP practices. I think they're so powerful, including things like anchoring where you touch something. And I still use that to like calm myself down in certain situations. And uh, my God, I mean, there's so many tools and things. So I find it's always exciting, you know, when we have certain tools that we can take clients through that really change, you know, the root of something and, and really change our perspective on how to move forward. Because at the end of the day, you know, that's really what, you know, coaching is about, right? It's about really getting people moving forward into action, which is so amazing. Um, So, so cool. And I know like you, like you do a cup of different things like and I'm curious to to sort of ask you you know how has sort of you know NLP maybe impacted the fact that you have a multi-passions that you you know found joy in podcasting like I would love to know you know how do you manage all of that and you know how does that support you on your journey of success and really on your journey to to deepening the experience of joy in your life Well, I've actually discovered something. I'm sure you've heard of a decision matrix, right? So what I've done is I've actually created one that I use that is all about like where, how much joy is this going to bring me as well as how much is this going to move me towards my goals for my business? So that has now become my decision maker moving forward is if somebody comes to. You have a joy compass. I have a joy compass. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, and it's so simple. Like one of the things that I love is that when you, when you put it this way, it's so simple. Like it takes emotion. It takes all of the stuff that typically gets us all stuck in the mud. It takes all of that out so that you can make a really clear, logical decision based on decisions that you've already made for yourself and the, the, the direction of your life. So that when it comes time to make those decisions, so like doing the podcast was a no brainer because I just, I love talking to people and I especially love doing it from the comfort of my own home. Cause I am an introvert. So it's nice that I don't have to, you know, go anywhere to do it. I don't have to stand up on a stage and do it. I can just sit on my couch, put my headset on and, and go, right? So for me, it was just, it just kept ranking higher and higher and higher on the joy scale, but also much farther along on the vision for my business scale as well. So it became a no-brainer. But having something like that that you can use is just, like you say, it's it's a compass. It's amazing. It's, it's one of the best tools that I've been able to use for my business. And we quite often leave that whole squirrel syndrome, right? It's like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do that. And if you can just sit down for like five minutes and just say, okay, but where's it on my joy scale? And where's it on my vision scale? 
And then, you know, it's like, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to pass because I don't actually feel like there's going to be a lot of joy. It sounds like a lot of work might get me there. But in the meantime, I don't think it doesn't sound like fun. So I'm going to pass. So that's, that's what I've found has been so helpful in my business for time management and really knowing the direction that I want to go. What do you ever feel that there's so many things at once that bring you joy that you're not sure which way to go? (laughs) I want so badly to say yes to that. (laughs) So like, yeah, going and hanging out at the beach and kayaking versus, um, oh shoot, I need to do some emails for my, uh, you know, for my podcast to set things up. So, I mean, not everything is, you know, pure joy, but you know, it's, you have to also consider the vision, right? So I have to sit and do those emails to be able to carry on with the vision, even though right now it may not bring me so much joy when really going to the beach and kayaking would be. So, you know, you still have to kind of play with it a little bit. (laughs) It's not perfect. Always a balancing act, right? I always say it's always a balancing act, but, you know, I always go by 80-20 rules. So as long as, you know, 80% of the time I actually experience what I want to experience and then 20% of the time I got to take care of the stuff that just needs to get done, right? Like, I think that, you know, that's sort of a good way, a good way of looking at it too, right? Because, yeah, the email leads to the result, which is, you know, us being on this call right now. So a few emails had to happen. Otherwise, it would be very difficult to get all three of us on a call together. So that is so cool. And I think I just, it's so interesting because, you know, Jessica, we're just meeting for the first time. And for me, I'm very clear about wanting to feel fulfilled and not busy. And so I only say yes to things that will fulfill me. And there are the things I have to do. And it's interesting because I've actually started outsourcing stuff that don't bring me joy or don't, you know, don't fulfill me, but have to get done. But obviously sometimes you have to show up. So I just actually bought a a wet bag or like a waterproof bag. So when I'm on my paddleboard, I can actually lie in the middle of the lake and send emails (laughs) multitask. (laughs) Oh, you are my hero. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, you know, living my best life, living my best life. But there's ways to like, you know, kayak to a certain beach, do some emails. But anyways, that's your joy compass. And I love that. And, you know, we get that squirrel syndrome and there is a lot to do. And it's obviously about prioritization. So I think that's really great. This conversation is just it's really opened up my eyes because, you know, NLP, we've had a couple guests who practice NLP. You know, Adele survived a plane crash using NLP techniques. And so she looked into that and she was one of our first episodes and it's kind of circling back in my life and like, not a coincidental way, but like here and there, and it always piques my curiosity. And I think, you know, I'm really interested to see if you have, or what is the advice you have for someone who is on their success path, the path to success, the path to joy, who's following that joy compass. What's your advice? Well, see, for me, joy is my compass. But what I would recommend for people is to give themselves the gift of doing that deep dive to see what that, like for you, fulfillment, what it is that truly fulfills you so that you can find your own compass, right? Joy just happens to be mine. That may not resonate with everybody. Some people want love. Some people want to be able to give back to the world. They need to have that sense of you know, adding value to people. So I think my advice, best advice for people on that path to success is to figure out what success truly means to them at the deepest value-based level, because that, that, I mean, 
when you know that, like, are you guys familiar with the RAS, like your reticular activating system in your brain? Okay, so Teresa, yes. Okay, so what happens is, I'm gonna give you a quick little, if you have a few minutes, quick little uh, NLP thing. So our unconscious mind can only handle plus or minus seven things. So as you're sitting in the room right now, you know, there's a million different things going on around you, but you may only be aware of, say your feet on the floor, the temperature in the room, the lights above you, but there's a million things going on around you, but your conscious mind can only hang on to plus or minus five things. So what happens is you filter and you filter by what's truly important to you. So by pulling into your conscious, that level of success or that measure of success that you want in your life, your brain will go searching for it. And you'll start to see more opportunities that you would not have seen otherwise because you simply were not aware of what it was that you truly at the deepest level it's more of a feeling that we're all trying to achieve and you you need to know what that is. And I believe that that's how people can um, figure out what their true measure of success and then be the most successful in life in general, not just business. That's, that's my best advice. So awesome. I call the Raz the most divine coffee filter in the world. So if you want really delicious coffee, you want to learn how to use and tap into that function of your brain because it's so brilliant. I love that you brought that up. Such a, such a powerful tool. Blair, any final thoughts as we're wrapping up? Because I know you're dying to say something. I have a lot of acronyms I need to research. (laughs) You know, I, my background's in social media marketing and I'm a social media marketing expert and mentor who empowers entrepreneurs to uplevel their skills. And so my specialty is in that space and I have a passion for teaching. I've been teaching and guiding and mentoring, you know, planned and unplanned for the duration of my business and beyond, which is 13 plus years. And so every time a guest like you comes on, I feel inspired to explore these new tools and add them to my toolbox. So I just want to thank you so much for being so open and vulnerable and sharing that story about you know, those experiences that really made that huge change for you. And, you know, I guess one final thing before we wrap up, if someone listened to this and like, whoa, can Jessica guide me on this journey? Can you, what can you do? (laughs) Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) You know, that's the beauty is that people come to me for so many different reasons. People come to me for their business. People come to me for dealing with their parents, people, I I had a client reach out to me to help them, you know, deal with, they just started a new job and they were really struggling with some anxiety around that, you know, like there's, there's so many things, all of this NLP work applies to every area of your life. And that's the beauty of it. Right. So yes. um, If anybody is truly interested, I would love to just have a chat, just, you know, just reach out to me and uh, let's talk about it and see, you know, how I can help. There's, endless, endless techniques and, and ways to be able to, um, to help. And the beautiful thing, and uh, Teresa, you probably understand this as well. It's really just about changing the way that we feel about things, the way that our brain codes, how we see things. And it's permanent, you know, it's, it's instant and it's permanent. So, you know, it really is a beautiful gift to give yourself because as we all know, we're running all sorts of patterns patterns that we don't even realize and so when you can get in there and actually unlock some of that and do some reprogramming which not everybody likes that term 
but it really is just getting in there and changing the way that your brain feels and sees things. Um, it's, it's a gift that everybody should give themselves in my opinion. Who doesn't want to feel better? I mean, I'm on my own journey, my own quest. We all are. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, pop into the show notes, reach out to Jessica, follow her, dive into her world, you know, get curious. And I think that's amazing. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, to open up our curiosities, to share the joy that you have and potentially spark joy in many, many people. And I hope you have a lovely day. So thank you for everyone who tuned in for this episode. And that's a wrap on Dissecting Success. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.